0: Welcome everyone today to another episode of the Practical Broker Podcast and I'm really excited to have on the show with us today uh, Casey Gray. Casey and I met um, a couple months ago at a real estate event, uh, event and I was really excited to learn all about his construction company and uh, and how he goes in. It's called the Conscious Builder and how he takes a really different approach to the construction industry and building homes and renovations and And he also is a fellow podcast host and runs this amazing YouTube channel. Um, So Casey, how did you um, get started in this construction business? And Tell us a little bit about your company, The Conscious Builder.
1: Yeah, so I can go back a little bit before The Conscious Builder because I've been in construction essentially since I was done high school. Uh, I knew I didn't want to go sit in a classroom. And although I went through high school assuming I was going to become an engineer because I thought engineers build stuff. Uh, I realized that carpentry is what I was good at and what I wanted to do. So, you know, halfway through grade 12 uh, I decided to stop trying at school essentially, so I was going to do an apprenticeship. So my grades dropped, but, uh, ex- all my grades dropped except for construction. That one actually went up. So that's kind of where it all started. And I worked for one company for almost seven years and always knew that I wanted to go off on my own. And eventually I did after just, just under seven years. And at the beginning, it was just like every other construction company. I was a young guy in my early twenties, just wanted to go out, do a good job, make, make some money and uh, have some fun while doing it. Right. And that's how it started. And then it wasn't until my wife and I found out that we were going to have our first child and only child who decided to stop after one, Uh, but that's when my mindset started to change and I started to ask myself why, right? You know, what am I, why am I doing what I'm doing? What do I, I I realized that I had to lead by example. My wife and I started doing a lot of personal development. We attended our first Tony Robbins event around that time too. So like everything was like my world was just like imploding or exploding, however you want to look at it. Right? So everything was changing. And that was really the beginning of, conscious builder because that's when we started to kind of use that as a tagline tagline and eventually we changed the name and then started the podcast and youtube before that my wife was uh, and i did something called the conscious living podcast and we had 70 some odd interviews on that uh, but it wasn't around construction Um, but the word conscious is what we were building everything around because we realized is that consciousness is really a state of awareness and we can't make a change until we are aware of what needs to be changed So whatever we want to do in life, whatever we want to change, we first need to realize that there is something that needs to be changed. We need to become aware or conscious of that. And that's what we've worked into the conscious builders. We don't see, there's not one solution for everybody, right? Everything we do is custom. It has to be for that individual, that family, right? And there's, I'm not going to say that you have to do it this way or that way. I see our role as saying, here are the options. Let me know which one works best for you.
0: That's awesome. That's a really neat uh, neat concept and very different in the construction world, for sure. I mean, everybody talks about custom homes, but taking it from that holistic mindset is definitely something that's different.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. I think, you know, people realize that obviously, and you know, those are the people who reach out to us, the people who are thinking differently and they want something that represents them uh, and not just something that's cookie cutter or uh, something that you know, maybe other builders aren't putting as much thought into, it cause they have their systems. I get it. Right. So I'm not, not here to judge them either.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, there's lots of space for unique ideas and, uh, you know, there's a lot of builders and different niches. So the fact that you've carved this one for yourself is, is really quite amazing. Yeah. Thank you. What do you see when people are looking, you know, a lot of your clients like to come to you because they're looking for green renovations or green construction, you know, green is a really big envelope, right? Um, and especially now post-COVID, we're seeing a lot of people want to, you know, they've all, oh, honey, I've always wanted to build a house in the country. So I can imagine you're absolutely crazy with renovations. And where, what are the big ticket items that, you know, where do you start? If you want to do a house and you want to be conscious about the environment and conscious about your lifestyle and, uh, and have at least a direction of that, What what's the first step people should be making or thinking about um, in new construction or renovation with that in mind?
1: I think the first step is getting clear on what you want. Right. And uh, there's so many options because renovations could make sense, but new construction may be the best option for you as well. So I have a lot of conversations with people around, you know, do we renovate or do we build? And it's, I can't necessarily answer that question. All I can do is kind of ask more questions to figure out what it is that they ultimately want. And then I can guide them, you know, and say, well, maybe the renovation makes sense because, you're happy in your neighborhood. Uh, you don't necessarily. There is an expense to moving, right? I'm sure you talk to your clients about this too, right? There people underestimate the cost to moving, and then when you move somewhere, unless you're building brand new, you're probably going to have to renovate that house as well. And if you're building a house, well, there's all sorts of added cost to building, designing, and building a custom home on an empty lot, especially, especially if you're going outside of the city. Uh, that's not necessarily factored in, right? Like. If you find a property that has large mature trees, that has a building that's solid, we can renovate that and you could actually be further ahead than building a new home. Now, if your goal is to hit uh, passive house certification or some sort of building standard, that might be a little bit more difficult through a renovation, but it's still possible. And uh, so the, those are things that we'd have to factor through first. So I think the first thing is getting clear on what it is that you want. And then the second step is building your team, right? Finding a builder that you want to work with, finding an architect, a designer that you want to work and work with, and then ultimately an energy advisor as well. We, we call that an integrated design process and you need to get everybody working together and planning properly in order to get the best result.
0: Absolutely. And, and I see that often, you know, on Facebook, Someone say, Oh, I need a person to help design the front renovation of my house. Or, you know, where do I start? So when a customer's thinking about this, what's their first step? Should they be reaching out to a builder like you first, finding a designer first, uh, or an architect? Like where is, you know, honey, I want to build a house. Yeah. What should be their next step.
1: You can go either or. Like I, I like to be involved from the early stages. That's one of the reasons why we, the way we operate is completely transparent. It's open book. We have our percentages. Um, but we can't actually price anything until we have a design, right? So you could go get a design first and then start reaching out to contractors. But the issue is, is that contractors can give you a lot of input through that design process, right? They can, if, if budget is a factor, which it always is, it doesn't matter if the budget's 5 million or 500,000, I guarantee you it's still going to be over-designed, right? So I've, I've gotten plans and I look at them like for renovations and I'm like, yeah, oh, this is probably a $1.3 million renovation and their budget's 800000 right? So it, it doesn't matter if, the, if the, we're all, we're just human, right? We, we want more. Yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. so I think um, I've never seen a set of, pl- I've never had a set of plans come across my desk that matched the budget that people wanted to spend. It was always over-designed right? So if budget needs to be a factor, you have to get that contractor on board. So I think, I think um, the first step is, is if you can find an architect already, already, already have one, then great. You can start working with them, or you can find a builder. You can kind of go the other way. Right? So then like, for example, if people reach out to us first, we'll recommend some designers and architects that we work with regularly, and then they can choose the one that they feel best with. Right? Cause this is a long-term relationship. So I think it's just locking those, those people in. Uh, you don't have to lock into a firm price for anything because you can't get that yet, at least on the construction side. Um, but if you have that budget in mind, then at least you can design and make sure that it's done within that budget. It's kind of like going for a vacation right? It, or buying a car, right? You're not going to just go out to the car dealership and say, I want a car, but they're going to say, well, how much do you want to spend? Or what kind of, what are you looking for? Right? Because if you're going to spend 150 grand on a car or 50 grand, your options are very different. So uh, okay. renovations and custom homes are no, no different than that. You need to set that budget and you need to share it uh, or else you won't get the proper guidance.
0: That's, that's a great tip. So you, you touched on something that I don't think a lot of consumers are aware of. Um, when you're doing a new build or a construction uh, sorry, or a renovation, talk to me about fixed price versus cost plus, because those are really the two, you know, big pricing schemes, um, yeah. options. Um, and you obviously run as a cost plus, but can you explain those differences and why one is better than another?
1: Yeah. So we, I don't know if one's better than the other, you know, it, it depends on the individual and what they want, but I, I do want to clarify something that a fixed price contract is never fixed price that's why there is something called a change order <laughs> and change order becomes a bad word at the end of fixed price contracts so we used to do fixed price we've tried multiple different contracts and uh, the issue with the fixed price is that there's so many things especially in a renovation that just things that are not decided at the beginning of a of a project or things that you just don't know so you can't price them if you're doing a renovation sometimes you don't know what you're going to find when you open the walls you can make assumptions Um, but chances are there's your assumptions will be wrong, right? So uh, unless everything is clearly defined in the contract and in the drawings, uh, there is going to be a change order. I I remember seeing a picture of a boat uh, and the boat's name was original. or sorry, um, there was a boat with like a little mini boat on the back of it, right? You know, as these big yachts have like little inflatable boats or whatever they are in the back. So the name of the small inflatable boat was original contract but the yacht was named change order. (laughs) So that gives you an idea of what a fixed price contract could be. I'm not saying that everybody does that, but at the end of the day, if that fixed price, so to speak, uh, either the contractor misses something, uh, or just, uh, didn't know to include it because it wasn't included in the plans or wasn't sure what to, to put in or makes a mistake. Like all of those things need to be made up in the change orders and, the thing is is that it's not transparent they don't have to share anything in that type of contract it's here's the price to do this work do you want it or not they don't have to break it down you know if it costs them five hundred dollars and they're charging you a thousand they don't have to tell you technically but what i've realized at least people who come to us is that people want to know those things right so we just got rid of those barriers and said okay well we'll give you everything will you give you every single receipt for your project, every, for every screw that's purchased, but you're just, you're paying us a percentage and we will create an estimate. It's not like we're just going to go mm. build it and whatever it costs it costs. We're still going to create a baseline estimate and we're going to track it. And if things change, we're going to update it, but that's the transparent way. And that's where I feel better about personally. That's how my team feels better about it. Uh, and that's what the people who re- reach out to us, that's one of the reasons why they want to work with us is because of that transparent, uh, that transparent contract.
0: Awesome. So, so in a, to kind of summarize, so cost plus is basically you, you start the project. Let's use a new home as, a, as an example. Because it's a little bit easier. Um, the budget's $500,000 um, and your, your cost is basically your, your markup, right? You're charging whatever cost plus X percentage. Um, so you're still getting multiple contracts, right? Or multiple bids and estimates for people. Is that how it works normally? Yep.
1: Yep. Often it depends on what it is. Like obviously we have a few trades that we've been working with like longer than I've been in business. Like we've been in business 10 years, but my plumber, my electrician, uh, I've known them since I was working for the other contractor. Right? So there's certain things that like those contractors we've been working together a long time. We know that we get good price and we know that they deliver so we can vouch for them if they want, if the homeowners request other quotes, we will definitely get for them, uh, get them. We work for the clients. Right with the clients on that front but we can't necessarily vouch for contractors we've never worked with before right
0: so you and i had this conversation because obviously as you know i built um several homes and done a lot of renovations and and things and, and quite often when i'm coaching clients on the mortgage side about it, going through this process i'm like work with a great builder like yourself because you have your relationships like you just mentioned with your plumber your electrician your foundation guy um the pricing you'll get off the bat is typically much better than the retail clients going to get by, by phone if they even get a quote. Um, so what I've noticed over the years, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, that even with your, the cost that your business is, is charging, obviously your business, you have to make some money and pay your staff. And, um, I've noticed that it ends up almost costing the clients less at the end of the day because of the prices you're getting and the work quality, you know, you your things go quicker, yeah. less mistakes.
1: And time too, right? If, if that uh, person is, taking time off of work to do that right they when they maybe they could be making more if they were to just work you know where, where do you want to spend your time right if you want to do it because you're having fun that's a different story yeah. but yeah we can de- we can definitely save money like to give you an idea we're actually doing some work on my neighbor's home mm-hmm. and you know we have our markup on that and but the uh, we're getting 40 percent off for him on the windows and doors right so our markup is not 40 percent <laughs> in that case uh so he's still he maybe would have got a big uh, uh, or sorry, a discount for the window order because it's fairly large, but it wouldn't have been as large as our discount.
0: Uh, you know, I had a client uh, a couple years back We're doing a self-build and I recommended going through a, a contractor like yourself. And um, they called me three quarters of a through and said, Chad, I'm desperate. I'm like, what's going on? So our plumber just, they left the job. They picked up the tools and left. We paid them. They just said they're too busy. Um, and they're like, what do I do? I'm like, okay, well, here's, here's my plumber. Here's the person that we use. Um, but if they're working through a, a contractor as well, like yourself, then they know they're not just screwing one deal. They're taking all of your future business away.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so exactly. It's a
0: strong negotiation power.
1: Yeah. And plus there's a warranty that we offer, right? So we take responsibility for all those subcontractors. Uh, so they do warranty their work, but then we have our warranty as part of that. And if it's a new home, well then we're, we're a Tarion builder too. And you have a third party seven year warranty on your, Largest asset that you're ever going to own, likely. Uh, so I think that's a no brainer. You can't get that if you're building it yourself.
0: No, absolutely. So talk to me a little bit about the warranties, both for your subs and maybe Terry A lot of people don't even understand what Terry on is, why it's important. Uh, again, a lot of our listeners are going to be thinking about building a new home for the first time. So if you don't mind quickly walking through that.
1: Yeah. So if we just do renovations, uh, like obviously because we give re- receipts to everything, you have product warranties, right? We're not going to warranty the products that we're installing, but we're going to warranty the workmanship. So if there's an issue with something that we installed, there's a three-year warranty on that. Uh, but typically if there's a workmanship or, or, uh, issue, uh, you're going to notice it fairly quickly. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, we haven't really had to deal with ever, ever any workmanship warranties, uh, in the, the case of a custom home in Ontario, there's something called Tarion, which used to be Ontario new home warranty program. And that is technically mandatory by law, by anybody who's building and selling homes within Ontario. And what that does is that there shouldn't be, there's no additional cost. If, if your builder does charge you something for it, it should just be a registration fee for your home, which is somewhere between a thousand and $1,500 depending on the total cost of the project. Uh, however, um a lot of people don't do it because it's not easy to get Terry on right you have to share your financials you have to prove to them that you're in good standing you have to maintain that good standing you actually have to give a fairly substantial lump sum like when you register a home you have to give them a deposit depending on your standing with on. so it's definitely harder for business so a lot of people find loopholes and they say well i'm a construction manager and then they'll hire construction managers to build their home. But then what the, the the loophole is that basically they are their own builder and the construction manager is just kind of hired by them. Right. So then they can't give them tarion and tarion will cover certain things, right? If you just go onto tarion's website, I think it's just tarion.com T A R I O N. Uh, you can see what's, what's, Warranted, and the biggest thing is structural so any structural issues you have is for seven years so if your foundation starts to crack or it's sinking or 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 framing members or what, whatever it may be it is covered and if your builder doesn't remedy it right it's kind of they're the middle person then they will remedy it for you right so it's that third party insurance really that's going to make sure that your house is was built properly
0: yeah. So it's that protection, right? That consumer protection at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. That's awesome. So then obviously any of the customers can reach out to you. We'll give all your contact information after if they want to build a custom home and, and get there. On the green renovation or the environmental renovation front, um, where do you see the market going right now? Where's the trend? Um, is it windows building systems? Is it HVAC? Like what are you finding the, the most bang for the buck when customers are looking at doing that?
1: Well, we're kind of in a very small niche. So what I see is different than what's probably happening out there. I I know the bigger builders, it's still for the most part, you know, granite countertops and, and, you know, the pretty makeup stuff. Uh, But the, what we advocate uh, advocate for is comfortable, uh, efficient, comfortable, healthy, and efficient homes, right? So by default, if we make a home comfortable, it will be efficient, right? We want to make sure that when you sit by a window, you don't feel that draft, or when you're in your basement, it's not 10 degrees colder than the rest of your house. Uh, yes, there will be, you know, a, a temperature difference from floor to floor because that's just how physics works um, but we can also do zones but those are things we can implement proper building details that fix these things ahead of time uh, so that when you're in your basement it doesn't feel cold right you don't have things you know the concrete sucking the heat out of your body essentially Um, so you
0: think you've come to my house that's what I was (laughs) I bought a house from one of the big builders several years ago and uh, yeah my basement is 10 degrees colder you know you walk by the window in the in the in the winter and you've got to put a jacket on it's uh, yeah. pretty
1: crazy. Yeah. And I and, you know those are, you know, so the people who are coming to us, they realize that they're typically not first time home buyers. Right. Uh, so they, so they have experienced exactly what you're talking about and they're like, yeah, we don't want that. We want to make sure that we don't have that in our next house. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if you're buying an older house, we can still fix that in older houses too. We've, you know, done basements before we've lowered down a hundred year old house, lowered the basement by two feet, insulated it all properly. Uh, and their basement's the most comfortable room in their entire house, right because right. the rest of the house is so leaky, right, so understanding air leakage and all of that stuff um, so yeah, i don't know if that answers your question necessarily, yeah, but
0: I know no, it definitely is so you know you, you take care of it basically make the house comfortable, and I, it sounds like a lot about building systems and and wrapping the building or making sure it's airtight,
1: yeah, and like like I said, that's kind of the trend that people are coming to us for right, so i don't know if it's I think it's becoming more people people are be are because of the information like this that is out there, people are now becoming more conscious, more aware of what their options are. And when they, nothing's really going to change unless people are asking for it. Right? So if people continue to just focus on granite countertops, that's what the builders will do, right? If they just want the big walk-in closets and the big bathrooms or whatever, that that's what they're going to get. Right? I always tell people you vote with your dollars, uh, with your wallet, right? If whatever you buy more of, there will be more of, right? If you go to the grocery store, and you buy unhealthy food, the grocery stores will continue to bring in unhealthy food because they track that very closely. (laughs) Right. So, um, be conscious of where you put your money because where you put your money is what you will get more of.
0: Gotcha. Absolutely. Um, and is taking, building a home like this that we know one of the questions I first get is, you know, that's all great, but it's going to cost a lot more money. Do you you really find that like as a percentage, is it a lot more money to build consciously and thinking about the environment and Thinking about energy efficiency,
1: I would say no, it's not. It's more, it's more expensive to build a custom home. Period. Right. So the the added to, to increase the comfort and efficiency of a home is a small percentage of the overall cost of a custom home, right? When you buy a two acre lot, you can easily spend a hundred thousand dollars on just getting that lot ready for landscaping, not even necessarily landscaping it at that point. Right? So it's, it's not a, a huge cost to increase the insulation or air ceiling details or upgrade your windows. Some windows are actually more expensive and perform worse, right? Like a a nice aluminum clad wood window is extremely expensive compared to a PVC triple glazed window with maybe an insulated frame, right? So really what you end up putting a little bit more time and money into when you build the way that we like to build is really in the envelope Uh, and potentially in the HVAC system. Technically you can put in a smaller HVAC system. But usually the people that we're building for want to go with uh, all electric system, right? They're getting off fossil fuels. So on, at this point, you know, air source heat pump technology is still more expensive than the typical natural gas furnace, for example, right? right? So, um, or if somebody wants to put a boiler in because they want heated floor just because it's a nice feature, well, that's just going to cost a little bit more than the average system.
0: So to summarize, how do customers, somebody's interested in your service as a builder, as a renovator, or to learn about your show, how can they reach you? Um, and uh, yeah, how can how a customer reach you? The
1: best way is likely just to head to theconsciousbuilder.com. Uh, if you want to just check out our YouTube channel, just go to YouTube, put in the conscious builder, and we should pop right up. Uh, you can also search conscious builder on the podcast where I think we're on all of the podcast players or at least the ones that most people use so you can find us there as well
0: that's awesome well listen thank you very much i really appreciate it casey for being on and uh it's chad robinson here from the practical broker we had an amazing guest today with casey and uh, learning about the construction industry and a little
1: bit about making your small business a media company so thank you very much and have a great day